previously on Attempted Adventure. Uh, we gotta go get JP. He got magic in the brain. We gotta go get that guy. This morning, I was on the way to a festival in Hayesville Canyon. Hayesville Canyon Festival? Yes. Was four months ago. And then you just got your memory scooped by that bird in there. Okay, buddy, let's see what's going on. <laughs> Think I could fix it. You feel that final spark and you remember everything that had happened that the secret keeper took away. We did, did we get, get the crystals. Oh, thank God. Means it's time to go uh, back to <laughs> The moment you have them all placed, the whole thing begins to glow and Talos reaches out her pocket watch and that spectral clock opens up in this big blue spiral in front of you all. And now it's ticking. I bet we can get back into the loom at least now. Loomy doomy doo. Adventurer, are you ready to give it a try? So Talos has taken her pocket watch out and she flips it open as you all agree to go to the loom with her and you see before you an electric blue celestial clock face appears eight feet in diameter perpendicular to the floor and celestial runes tick in a well choreographed dance around and around the glowing display and she reaches out a hand and you see her feathers kind of disappear through the mirage as she steps through who is here right now the you, five like, of us. It's just us. Yeah, just the five of you. The box is there, but it's closed, and everyone else is in it. Okay. I assume we're taking the box. I, I'll, well, we don't want to leave it. But no, we? but where is the loom? Like, it's in a different dimension. All right. All right, Mido, get in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you step through? Yeah. Yeah, you. It, it feels like a rush of electricity up your spine as you step through the gate. And I will describe to you what you see once everybody else steps through as well. And Billy, like, plugs her nose and jumps in. <laughs> uh, JP sticks, a, like, a hand in. Feels tickly, like static. Yeah. And then he yeah. steps through. Very similar to the feeling of walking through the wall, the static wall, the first time you time traveled in Conistry. Oh, okay. But a little less painful. It's more like you can feel the currents rushing with your own energy. Uh, Isla picks up the box. Uh, you step yeah. through, and as you step through, you realize that the box has not come through the gate with you. Okay. You find yourself standing on a grassy plain. The sun is setting, but it's hard to tell where as the dazzling colors of a pink and orange sky surround you. You quickly notice that the grassy knoll only expands so far before dropping off dramatically to seemingly nothing but clouds below. 
A small stream runs across the plain but is currently frozen in time. A wooden rocking chair beside a low wooden table covered in a few knitting projects and a deep spherical container of blue sand sits idle and a large willow tree hangs absolutely still overhead. And in the center of the scene is a man, tangled in bright red thread that holds him suspended above the ground between an unmoving spinning wheel and a motionless loom. What? What's his vibe? Sorry, he's suspended. Yeah, like like, like strung up, kind of uh, like three or four feet above the ground, tangled in all of this electric looking red thread that's coming off of this spinning wheel that's stuck and still that's going, you know, toward an already in progress project on this ancient loom, like a hand shuttle loom. Is he moving? Can we see Talos? Yep, Talos is just in front of you, kind of surveying the scene. I, like, point at the man and look at Talos, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? You did not mention you had a roommate. Yeah, he wasn't here the last time I was here. Uh, Oh, sorry. A loom mate. Thank you. Is this a home invader? Imagine if no one did that. We would have thought about it. <laughs> uh, would you all like to make a perception check on yeah, that or investigation check? Yeah. Oh, dice. I need those. Fifteen. Eighteen. Nineteen with investigation. Nice. Oh yeah, it's a fourteen. So to Billy and Mido, he looks vaguely familiar to you, but it's really hard to place where you've seen him before. To Isla, JP, and Talos. He is a much, much older man that you do recognize and you know exactly where you know him from. This is Goliard, Maeve's husband, the woman you were trying to save the last time you were in the future, who was publicly executed and he was in the care of the Red Ravens when you were trying to save her. What? But he... We physically saw him. You saw like him in there. person. Yep, you yeah. were there with him. He was being consoled by other Red yeah. Ravens. At the time, he maybe was in his late 40s, mid 50s. Now he is. I, late 80s, maybe. Mm. Talos, what's holding him? Do we know that it's like loom? Or like, do we know? I don't know. I mean, it's thread, right? It's red it thread, like yeah. I don't okay. know that you would intuitively know exactly what that thread is. Is he. Is he awake? He seems to be unconscious. Uh, is there anything lying on the ground? Like a rock? Uh, there's no rocks you, outside of time? time? It was on like 18? 18? No, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any like natural debris like there would be in this actual type of environment on the material plane. This seems to be like a pristine recreation of oh, okay. like a beautiful and scene. And he's how far up? He's like... Like, his feet would maybe be three feet off the ground. Oh, okay. Um, but there's, like, this intense, tangled web of red string all around him, and he's suspended in the center. Gotcha. Who is that? I I don't know why he's here. Last time I saw him, he was just a dude who was sad. But now he's a sad dude in here. Yeah, seems like it. Um, JP goes up to him and slaps him on the leg. Yeah, you managed to, like, kind of sneak your arm through a bunch of the tangle and you, you tap him until he wakes up and he looks down at you with, like, 
just sad, aged old eyes. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, buddy, what are you doing here? I don't know. No, I don't believe that. Try again. He kind of looks around the room a little bit, and he's like, am I... Did I make it? Did I do it? Well. What were you trying to do? Uh, and he looks up, and he sees Talos, and he's like, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So... Am I in the loom? And she's like, yeah, I think you are. And he's like, okay, yep, okay. Did I, am I, is, hey, how's everything going, time-wise? Bad. Fuck. Talos, can I ask you something? Yeah. This thread, mm-hmm. is it like metaphorical? Like if you cut it, it's like cutting the strings of time and it's a bad thing? No, it's literally the threads of time. Oh, okay. So, so this, this is like the sixties around his neck over here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. So this does explain a lot, though, because you can kind of see where like two threads interact. That's not supposed to really happen until those you know events have already come and passed. So because like. Like, say, when you were in Conistry the first time, the reason you went to a different Conistry is because a thread overlapped it and you jumped between them. So, like, time is all uh, fucked up yes. because the threads are all tangled, so there's no rhyme or reason as to where people will shift between the time. Basically, we can't untie him or untangle him and touch the loom strings together. Yeah. So, she kind of, like, surveys the the carnage as it were a bit and she's like it actually seems like we do this is new for me we have a finite amount of time to kind of fix the situation too because she points to the spinning wheel that's just still she's like this is where the threads of time kind of materialize to go into the loom once that time has passed and because it's unmoving right now time's going to come to an end fairly soon where are we on this thread? She looks over it and she's like, I wouldn't even be able to pinpoint our current location. Um, but she kind of like tries to find the general area. And there's maybe about nine or so feet to the end okay. uh, where it meets the spinning wheel and is not being produced anymore. How long is nine feet? Well, from wherever this ends... Maybe nine days, nine years. It's dependent. Time is not always straight, and it's not always a singular thing. So it's finite. It's just uncertain. Okay. Okay, so just start spinning again. If I start spinning, it's going to keep going into the tangle, and then it's going to keep twisting into all the... I think I... Let me... She, uh... What what happens when we get to the end of the... End of the rope, as it is? Time stops progressing. People stop... Existing. The material plane needs time to continue on. It's like, think of the material plane as its own organism. And time is what oxygen is to you. I don't know what oxygen is. (laughs) 
<laughs> time is what air is to you. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. time, the material. But so like, while we are here, time does not matter. You're fine here. <sighs> Indeed. But if time ends on the material plane, you're you kind of have to either stay here or go go to the afterlife. Hmm. All right. So we have to untangle the baboon in the rope. Yeah. Let me um, let me give it a try. And she goes over to the little low tea table that's next to the rocking chair, and she scoops out a big handful of that blue sand that you guys now know is the sands of time. She usually uses it to fray or to mend the fray from like people doing minor time magic. Um, and she goes over and she kind of like uses it to soothe an area leading up to a tangle to try to untangle them but in doing so she pushes another piece of thread towards another and there you hear a little spark between them as they touch uh and she steps back and she's like i don't i don't know that there is a way to do this without causing more destruction i unfortunately think that this is beyond my abilities quel surprise I'll just cast we need a god now. who's not going to respond to us, is what you're saying. I love that plan. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I'll just cast banishment on him. Yes. Get and him then, out of there. And then all the, the strings will, will just snap. The threads will still be tangled, though. No. Like, they're all, like, kind of interlocked. At the yeah. Well, the options are try to untangle it and mess stuff up, or don't, and everybody dies in nine days or years. <laughs> What if Four we all? What if, what if? What if the rest of us pull really hard on the strings in every direction, and then you cast banishment, and then they'll just like, boing. <gasps> that's kind of true. Let's just cat's cradle our way out of this. Cat's cradle or, our way out. Or what if you don't use banishment and we just pull really hard until he like squeezes through it like a Play-Doh fun factory? That's arguably more fun. <laughs> Grotesque. Yeah, please don't do that. Uh, you in the ropes, <laughs> you shut up. You have ruined time and all this. You don't get to say. You literally you're ruined proud of yourself, time. mister. Yeah, I mean, say, Goliard, uh, why, why are you here? What's the last thing you remember doing? I was trying to get here. I just. Why were you trying to get here? I was trying to undo some stuff. Time oh. criminal! Time crime! That's bad. Time That's crime was Very, very bad. Talos is like, just start from the beginning so that we can understand everything that led up to this happening. And he's like, all right. Uh, you know, you guys were there, I think. Uh, after the public servant killed Maeve, I got pretty obsessed, and I wanted to take something from him so that he would feel the same pain that I did, but... From him? The public servant. Oh, gotcha. And uh, as I did more research, I found out that he wasn't all he seemed, which was pretty fucked up. There were records of him in high positions of power like 100 years ago, and then 250 years ago, and then again and again all the way back to what I believe to be his original time, and I discovered what I thought to be the cause of his discovery of chronomancy, and I tried to find a way to make it so he never found it, so that the things that happened in my time never happened. So... I what was... sounds like a 
bad plan. Yeah, uh, I worked really hard studying the craft and learning how to manipulate time and find a way to go back and stop it all from happening, hoping maybe Maeve would never die, so our time wasn't in such a bad way and maybe give everyone a better life. But um, it led me here and there was a big like flash and lightning and I've been tangled here ever since. How long you been stuck in there, bud? Oh, time doesn't pass here. I have no idea. You pee and poop in here? <laughs> you know, I Are haven't... Are you pooping on time? I haven't pooping? had the need. <laughs> Did you poop in the stand? Is this a poopless dimension? It might be a poopless Mido dimension. tries as hard as he can to poop. Oh, does he? <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel the need to poop. Your you butt hurts without trying. feeling the need. I'm trying. I'm Your <laughs> butt hurts. <laughs> He's like gonna burst a blood vessel. Yeah. I'm trying. Um... All right, so Mr. Goliard. Yeah. Million gold piece question. Mm-hmm. Who is the public servant? It's just some guy in my time. His name is Carl Waver. What about the other times you've researched? Has he gone by any other names? Probably, but all I found were like photos. He's really hard to actually track down in those times. He tries his best to kind of I guess, cover his footprints. What's he mm. look like? Well, I, uh... He's hot. Sorry. Uh, Carl. All right. We Carl got him. What? We, we got, got him. We got him. <laughs> so the only KW? hot guy we've met. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you know, Killigan must be really hot for the dude whose wife was publicly beheaded by him to <laughs> say characteristically, oh, yeah, he's, he's hot. He's wicked yeah. hot. He's hot. He's thing. just... God, I hate how hot that guy is. It's he's just so a fact. Hot. He's just hot. He still sucks, but... Yes, yeah. He's I'm got picturing a face. the one SpongeBob frame when Squidward tries to picture Squilliam in his underwear. Oh, no! no, no he's no, hot! He's hot! All right, Talos. Yeah. I guess here's the situation. We gotta make this not this. Uh-huh. We gotta fix it. You <laughs> said it's above your abilities. Yeah. Who has the abilities? The god of time. Who's the god of time? Tempest. Okay, how do we find him? They live in they live in an idiom. What? In an idiom? In idiom. Initium. Initium. Is okay. I-N-I-T-I-U-M. That is the celestial realm. Oh, okay, gotcha. The celestial plane. Do we, I mean, these are like gods that we know about, right? Have you I heard may, the name You probably Tempest? have heard of Tempest before, okay. just in passing. Yeah. The thing about Tempest is they are one of the bigger gods. They don't have a afterlife because people don't worship, worship them gotcha. that way. Their whole deal is taking care of time, which is one of the main components that runs the like most of the material planes and everything, yeah. you know, those kind of things. All right. I guess we got to go to an idiom. Yeah. Are you comfortable up there? No. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you sit up there. This. I deserve this. Yes. You think about Terminator 2. What? You become a villain. You got to live long enough to see yourself become the villain. No. No, no you don't. Oh. Oops. I'm like 70, bro. I'm not very hungry. There was no pooping. Yeah, I don't know. Could he move? What? Could he, in theory, <laughs> move his arm to even eat a snack? What are you about to say? I love it. What if we feed him so much stuff <laughs> that he gets big, big, and bigger, and then the strings stretch out until they're not touching each other anymore? 
He was just. I think we've got a solution, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Billy hands him a granola bar. Yeah, <laughs> five for one. Get I can't it. grab it. I can't get it started. Can't yeah. grab it. <laughs> can't do it. All right, where do we gotta go for this? Uh... I guess my initial thought would be to ask maybe Pops over the crystal to know, see if he knows what to do here. Or oh. I hope when we call Pops, it's like a uh, FaceTime. It's like, do, 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 do. Hello. And he's holding Pops, it really, you really close. Down. Yeah. We can't see you, Pops. We're looking at the ceiling. What? <laughs> no, Pops, that's the floor. No, up. No. <laughs> I use this darn thing. Uh, so, yeah, she flips her pocket watch open and she's like, so maybe we head back to the Crystal Temple. We Maybe Morgan's got some books on it. We can read about it. Wouldn't we want the pirate bird? Echo? Yeah. Well, that's true. He probably would know. But last time we talked to him over the crystal, he hung up. Remember? He did. Oh, he yeah. muted us. I heard Call him again. I love to bother Echo. I do like to bother Echo. Yeah, that's a good voice for Jamie, too. That's a factor for me. <laughs> Let's call Marguerite. See what she has to say. We got a question. You trying to fix time? <laughs> so listen, when I killed my husband. Yeah, I was going to say, go back to when I killed my husband. No, uh, fixing the fabric of time is a lot like killing your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't do it, but what do you got to do? What do you got to do? Sometimes when you got to do it, you got to do you gotta it. You got to do it. Um, got to break some eggs to make an omelet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, so she gestures back to the um, gate that she can make now with her fixed pocket watch. And she's like, you want to... Oh. Hang in there, Goliard. Yep. Okay. So you all step through the gate again, and you find yourselves in the crystal chamber. Uh, the crystal is still glowing, that sort of pinkish glow. It's a lot brighter than the first time you were ever in here, um, but not quite as blinding as when you initially fixed it. And Talos is standing there, and she's walking around the crystal, kind of thinking, and she's like, Pops! Is the box there? Yes. Good. Uh, it's on the floor, right where the gate had been before mm. when Isla tried to bring it through. Is it upside down? Yeah, it's on its side. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. No, I've worn it as a backpack. Yeah, we've moved oh, that thing around yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got a gyroscope inside. Exactly. Okay. And uh, it's taking a while for Pops to respond. And she sort of is just like sitting down. She leans herself up against the crystal. She's got her head in her hands, and she's just sort of, like, thinking to herself, mumbling a bit. And you hear her just say, like, <sighs> You you good? No, I'm very frustrated, because everything I wanted to do, I can't do myself, which is frustrating, because if you're going to put a lesser god in charge of doing the thing that you don't want to do anymore, you should make it so that she can do everything. I wish I could just go talk to my Tempest myself, and and she's gone. Oh! oh. oh That's man. good! No! No, she probably, it was like a wish. She went to Tempest. No! I also want to go to Tempest. She did it. She did say, I wish I could talk to Tempest. She did it. I wish I could talk to Tempest, and I put my hand on the crystal. Billy's gone. Ah, fantastic. All right, they will fix things. Let's go have something to drink. Super. <laughs> I did the same thing. You do the same thing? Yeah. Isla disappears. <laughs> you yell, loophole? <laughs> loophole. <laughs> I put my hand on the crystal, and I say, I wish for... 
a million wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. But you do hear that stone pegasus in the corner cackle. <laughs> There's always one. I, I wish for infinite ale. Nothing happens. Check my flask. <laughs> I touch the crystal and say, I wish I was one inch taller. You feel confident, but nothing happens. <laughs> Bro, you weren't lifts. I wish. <laughs> Matthew, you just gaslight him. <laughs> Billy and Isla and Talos are all like all together, and they're just like, I bet you they're just trying to make stupid wishes. <laughs> <laughs> The god, you're standing in front of a god, and you're like, you're actually gonna have to give us a. There's two more in the party. He'll be. Here I in a know second. they're like wishing to be taller or something <laughs> stupid like that. Something about ale. <laughs> All right, Mido. How we going? Here we go. In unison. I, I wish. wish <laughs> the thing that I don't... A Allie and Amanda wished for. Those aren't our Does names. Does that count? No. <laughs> 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 I wish. <laughs> Uh, I wish I was with Tempest, Tempest, and also Talos and <laughs> I, uh, Isla and I guess Ryan that Seacrest. Mido was gone the second he says Tempest. You're still going and you're just slowly disappearing. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It doesn't feel great. But Ryan Seacrest is there. And also, I wish I had uh, 40 gold pieces. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I can jam it in there. Uh, yeah, you all disappear. And if Mike and Matt could leave the table, please. It's kind of a shock for a second, going from a pretty well-lit room to a very, very dimly lit room. And you two find yourselves side by side in a long, dark hall lit with low-burning braziers at either end of a large, ornate door. And along the hall are open windows that look down onto a courtyard strewn with autumn leaves and trees that are half-empty, coding the area what do you do is talos there nope just you two i don't like this i don't like this one bit can we perceive sure can i perceive just like the hallway at large Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a crit fail 16 uh isla the door at the end of the hall though it is dimly lit because the light source is down there you can kind of see the ornate carvings that are on it are very similar to the ones that lead to the crystal chamber in the temple you were just in. It's not the same hallway. You're obviously in a different building or something, but the doors are really similar, and it's about 70, 80 feet down the hall. Okay. I I tell Billy. All right. Can we... Maybe we should sneaky sneak over? We could sneaky sneak over. Should we do... uh, Stealth or anything? Or yeah, you want to stealth towards okay. the door? Go yeah, ahead. I will stealth. Oh, it's a two. Are you twenty-one? <laughs> well, hold on. I do like the tippy tat, like the ding, 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 
<laughs> Billy's like, clunk, 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 clunk. it's a four. All right. Her, her yeah, Billy, you're, you're, though you're trying your very hardest, your hoofs are <laughs> fucking stone floors. Yeah. The sound is like echoing off of the whole kind of arched ceiling wood, uh, stone hall. And as you guys progress down the hall slowly and quietly, quote unquote, um, you hear a cry for help out the window. Uh, do you recognize it? Yeah. You don't recognize the voice. Do you look down into the courtyard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As you kind of come up on another window, you look down into the courtyard, you see a woman like running from one end to the other as a giant constrictor snake follows her and she's screaming for help. How far away? Uh, that is maybe a 30 foot drop down into the courtyard. This feels like a trap. How far away is the snake itself? From her or from you? From me maybe 90 feet diagonally it's so the courtyard it's, is it grassy or is it stone uh there are like garden beds that line it and there's kind of a another circle of them towards the center that are obviously broken up so you can walk between them um but otherwise it is completely stone do you really think it's a trap billy i don't know but also i do want to help Okay, because I can dimension Doris down there. I want to cast plant growth. It's 150 feet range. It'll make any plant like jump and like be like ginormous in size. I want to use it to try and like get that grass overgrown so it like slows the, slows snake, the down? snake down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you even need to roll for that, right? Uh, I don't. That's an instantaneous spell. Yeah. The ca- uh, the creature moving through the area must spend four feet of move. Um, Four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. Oh, oh yeah. You, as you see the woman kind of clear one of the garden beds, trying to get some distance between her and the snake, you cast this spell and you both see like a gnarl of vines and trees and and brush kind of grow up over the area and the snake finds itself stuck. And you see it kind of trying to wriggle its way through and past, but it's having a hard time, though it is making some minor progress. Okay. Let's go down there. I don't know. How big is the snake? Giant constrictor snake is a huge beast. The doors in front of us, though, there is like a big door at the there end of the hallway. There is a big door at the end of the hallway. Are we just gonna like are we going to basically be the goliards here like we like mean well and then we go down there and then we and then we get we fuck up another loom or something like a different loom different god's domain i don't know i don't know but it's gonna feel real bad if we just leave this woman and go through the door right it is gonna feel real bad if we do that (laughs) she's screaming for help she cleared the garden bed like is she able like what's Right now, she's trying to scale one of the stone walls because there's no doors in or out of the courtyard. Close to us? Yes. And she's still screaming, help, help. Who did that? Help. I'm going to cast Circle of Death. Okay. It's 150 feet. Okay. The creature has to make a constitution saving throw. All right. That is a 14 to save. That does not save. Okay. So it's going to take 8d6 of necrotic damage. All right. What mm. level spell is that? Six. Whoa! Yeah. Isla Brooks! Sally, I gotta kill the snakey man. <laughs> I gotta kill the snakey man. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, do you need some d6s? Uh, I'll just do this one eight times. Total of? 
23. Uh, yeah, you see it kind of squirm and wriggle with that pain as it kind of, it looks almost like you've aged it. Some of its scales are falling a little bit. Billy, would you like to take one more turn before, uh, we're just going to do this sort of Isla Billy snake. Snake. Yeah. I want to, it's 90 feet away. Mm-hmm. How well can I, like, hear what it's doing? I mean, we hear the woman shouting. If I shout to... If I cast speak with animals and shout, do it. Is it kind of in range to hear me, do we think? Yeah, I think so. The way the sound is kind of echoing up the walls toward you uh, makes it pretty clear to hear down into the courtyard. Okay, I cast speak with animals. Okay. And I yell down to it, like, Hey! (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Uh, you probably shouldn't chase that lady. We we don't want to hurt you. So stop. Stop. No, I must kill. Why? Why are you killing? Why must kill? It is in my nature. Oh, God damn it. We have to kill the you were fucking gonna say. snake. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Uh, and the snake continues to try to move. Oh, it right. can't make it very far. Uh, but you see it sort of try to lunge at her and in doing so frees up itself a few feet uh, and continues to wriggle. And she is still, you know, now she's trying to climb a tree to see if maybe she can jump to a higher stone, but it's not looking bright. Okay. So we're not rolling initiative, we're just doing like Yeah, a... we're just going how we started. Okay. Isla Billy Snake, Isla Billy Snake. Cool. She throw The woman throws a rock at it. Does the rock do any damage? No. (laughs) Don't you wish? All right. I'm going to do Erupting Earth. Okay. As a fifth level. All right. Um, It has to do a dexterity saving throw. All right. That's a 19. That makes it. Okay. But it's going to take half as much. And since I did it as a fifth level spot, um, it's going to do three, four, five, D12, halved. Okay. All right. That's 32 divided by... Two. Sixteen. All right. Uh, Billy? Um, what's the weather like? <laughs> uh, it's night and it is overcast. Okay. I was wondering because I'm going to cast Call Lightning. Okay. I'm doing it at the fourth. All right. Dexterity saving throw. You got it. That's a eight. Yeah, it doesn't save. Four D10 lightning damage. We got, ooh, a 10, a 5, a 1, and another 10. So that's 26. 26. As you call this lightning down, you see this snake uh, almost char with that heat, uh, and its its body kind of crumples to the ground and disintegrates into ash. And the woman says, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's okay. Don't mention it. Do you need some help? Yeah, if you could get me up there somehow. Nope, if can't this do is it. A, if this is a trap, I'm going to be so <laughs> I'll take mad. all the blame. <laughs> I, like, I imagine, like, I have rope in my pack. Like, mm-hmm. everybody you know, has rope in their pack. Um, throw down a rope. Yeah, you throw it down. Uh, she struggles, but she does eventually pull herself up into the hall. And after a bit of catching her breath, she says, thank you both so much. Um, these are for you. And she hands each of you a small key made out of crystal. 
Oh, thank you. Crystal what's Key. What's this for? Uh, you should know when you need it. Oh, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, do you take the keys? Yes. Yes. As you take the keys, you disappear. Oh my god! We were cuckolded. You both find yourselves kind of confused as you go from a pretty well-lit room to a very, very dark area. And you find yourself standing side by side at one end of a long hallway, a stone hall. And at the end of the hall is a large ornate door with lit braziers on either side. And all down the right side of the hall are windows that look down onto a stone courtyard with half bare trees and autumn leaves sitting uh, you know, kind of scattered about the ground. How long is the hallway? 80 feet. But the windows are on one side or both sides? Just on the right side. But Billy and Isla aren't here? Billy and Isla are not here. And Talos isn't here. She's not. What's on the left wall? Nothing. Just okay. stone. Whoops. Is it daylight out? No, it is night and it's overcast, so there's hardly any glow from the moon. Whoops. How thick is the glass in the windows? Oh. They're just arches in the stone wall. Oh. Neat. I stuck my hand out one of them. Just to make sure. It's cooler out there than in here. Um, Is it cooler out there than in here? Yes, it's much cooler out there than in here. (laughs) Uh, I stick my head out a little bit to see if there's like down towards the corridor. Like what does the rest of the building do? The courtyard is a bit of a box shape, um, and there are no other doors or windows leading into the courtyard. It would appear there's only one way to go. Yep. And I walk slowly so that he can keep up with me at my animate And steps. I follow behind him so that he can be the first one to deal with whatever we come across. Uh, as you guys slowly progress down the hall, you hear from down in the courtyard, Help me! I didn't see anyone before. Nope. Did uh, somebody just say how big? I think I I think so. I look out the window, just how, down, and I look at. You down see a and, woman running across the courtyard, yelling "Help me!" as a giant constrictor snake follows her across. Oh shit! How far down is it? Uh, it's about a thirty foot drop straight right. down into Woof. like a garden bed along yeah. the, the bottom. How big is the constrictor? Uh, it is a huge beast, which is, I believe, 15 by 15. Oh, shit. Box. Um, so it's pretty long. I yell down to her. Actually, I reach back and see if I have a quiver on me. Yep. Do I you have, have all your weapons. Okay. Yep. Um, Wait. No. I'm going to just run and grab that lady and bring her up here. Nice. I'm going to like run real fast. Like, when you do that, I'll shoot the snake. Like, do you, can, is it like a like you can do that? Like it's a thirty foot drop, then maybe twenty five feet to her. It's, Jamie, 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 <laughs> oh, Jamie. God. He's got like five hundred feet of movement. You know what? At you're right. For, for a a person, it would be a thirty foot drop, but for me, it's just thirty feet of my movement walking straight down the wall. You're right. How much movement do you have? Fifty five. So you can get to her. You can get to her in one round, unless you want to dash, in which case you can't pick her up, unless you have dash as a bonus action. Do I? I think Step of the Wind gives you dash as a bonus action. I think you're right. While he's doing that, I'm going to fire an arrow at the snake sure. anyways. Sure. Gonna piss it off, man. 
Uh, a dirty 20 to hit. That absolutely hits. Yeah, I can use How? dash as a bonus action. Oh, nice. Cool. How close is the snake to her? Uh, Within 10 feet. He's gaining honor. Oh, within 10. Okay. Oh, well, that sucks. I do four. Four damage? Yes. All right. And Mido, you've picked her up and brought her up? Yeah. Yeah, you carry her up into the hall. Respectfully. And you see the snake kind of watch as you sprint straight up the wall and into the window. And it goes dashing towards your feet and kind of tries to slither up the wall but can't. Um, And as you see, you've incapacitated its ability to try to get this woman. Uh, It disappears. And she stands before you and she says, Oh, thank you guys so much. I guess we should have asked before we did anything, but like... Are you evil? You bad guy? Was the snake the good guy? No, I don't see why it would be. I don't know, maybe he was a a cop. Maybe you're (laughs) running away from the snake police. Well, from my perspective, I'm not the bad guy. Why were you being pursued by snake? It's just the way it goes. Um, Hey, thank you. As a gift, here, take these. And she hands you guys two crystal keys. Thanks, NPC. That's what they call me. Short for Nancy Pelosi. Oh no, it's her. Na- it's an it's an old family name. It's spelled E N P E E C E N P C N P C. Yeah. She hands you those keys. Do you take them? Like yeah, yeah. Um, uh yeah. As you take them, you disappear. Shit. Fuck. You each find yourselves moments later in what can only be described as an enormous arena. Oh, oh shit. no. If you would launch roll 20. Oh, what is this? Jamie, there's so many icons oh, on shit. here. No, no, no. <laughs> Just use no, two highlight slots. I know. I was trying to avoid. Oh, no. <laughs> I shot one. Can we just meta really quick? It's just uh, a baby snake. I shot one arrow at the snake, and then Mido ran down the wall, picked her up, and ran up the wall. Yeah, that is classic Mido if I ever heard it. You find yourselves in the center of an enormous stone arena you find yourselves each in the at the very very edge at the center of a quartered quartered piece of this arena uh there are lines that kind of separate you from each other at the very end of your quarter uh and in the center is a 20 by 20 foot floating round platform that is so high up you can't really see the top of it on the walls behind you that are somewhere over 200 feet high stand hundreds of stone statues of guardians holding halberds made of radiant light. Are there people around? Nope. I'm here, thank you. (laughs) Aside from each other, there's no one around. Uh, Are the lines that represent the boundaries of our quarter, uh, like... Flush with the ground. Like painted on? Yep. Okay. The floor is like cobbly stone. The wall is uh, tight stone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we still have the keys in our hand? You each still have a key in your hand. How far are we from each other? You're pretty far. You are so each. Far. You're each equally laid out at the far edges of the arena, so that you are equal distances as far as you could get from each other. I don't like that. 
Uh, Mido, you find yourself in the southern corner. Isla in the west. Billy in the north. And JP on the eastern corner. I was going to, sorry, I asked distance just because, like, I guess I don't really have a concept of how far I could yell at somebody. Mm-hmm. Are we within shouting distance? I would say if you were yelling, yelling, you could probably hear each other. Is it silent? There is a very gentle breeze, but nothing is making noise. Like, I wouldn't be able to hear Mida. Oh, I guess it is equal distance. Yeah, I think, JP, you probably couldn't hear Isla. And Billy, you probably couldn't hear Mido. Um, ooh. Easy, I just put myself right on top. <laughs> Honestly, um, I was thinking, yeah, I, I guess JP I tep- takes a real tepid step forward. Okay. Isla, you do as well? Yeah. And Mido? Yeah, yeah me too. All right. Billy, are you also doing so? I'm also stepping forward. Uh, hey, the, I'm not like moving five feet. I mean, literally like one a step. step. You find yourself taking one step forward and seeing one of the guardian statues fly down into your arena. Mido, before you you can even get that far, a guardian <laughs> statue flies down and stands in front of you. The same for you, Isla, and the same for you, Billy. All just facing whoever whoever's quarter they are in. They have not moved other than flying down and standing before you. You each have all of your stuff. The only things you don't have are Talos or the box. I just want to, like, I'm, just make a movement. I wave or whatever. I just want to see if it has a reaction. It doesn't seem to react to that. I say, I take, a, I take well another met. step forward. <laughs> just straight forward at it? Yeah. It watches you. Okay. There's kind of a radiant glow in its eyes, and it's just sort of watching you. So it's stone, but with glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. And a glowing halberd. I'm going to start moving towards... Actually, I'm going to take a couple steps back towards the wall. And I just, like, put a hand on the wall. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just want to start making my way, like, along the circumference up towards Billy's quadrant. That's smart. That's Uh, smart. You notice as you walk around the edge of your quarter, the guardian turns just slowly to face you, keeping its same distance from you, just watching and keeping its face forward. I am going to stop just like right yeah, before I yeah, get Billy to that line. sees JP okay. doing that. I'm going to say Billy follows suit. Okay. Yep. Same thing. The guardian in your quarter keeps turning to face you, always having its eyes straight forward at you. Um, and you guys reach either side of the line that divides your quarters. JP, what the fuck do we do? I don't have a fucking clue. I'm don't talking I... to the statue. It is, <laughs> He's it just is... having a conversation. Yeah. It is not replying. <laughs> um,. Uh, should I? I wonder what happens if one of us crosses into exactly. the other con- quadrant. Should we do like a like I, mean, a, I have a rapier? I pull my rapier out and just sort of hold the blade across the. Should we do like a square dance thing? Oh, a little like, like a, a little do si do. Oh, I do love a do si do. You notice um, that as you draw your blade, it clenches its halberd a little harder, but just putting the tip of your blade over the line does nothing. So I imagine uh, like our little this... statues are also right next to each other, as equal distance apart as we are. What? Like our statue, the little statues that are staring at us? They moved with us, right? Yeah. No, they, they tracked us. They They're didn't, just like, tracking follow. you. They're not oh, in the same okay. spot, but it's just sort of rotating Turning. at us. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. okay. Here is what I think my. Which halberd? Which thing just held its halberd tighter? The one in your quarter because you drew your weapon. Can we tell what the stones look I like? F- okay. I am going to point at the. It's stone, right? Mm-hmm. The stone guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to move Billy. Hang on. I have okay. an idea. 
uh, and I want to just like slowly start making my way about halfway between where I am now and the guardian of my quarter. Just walking straight towards yes. it. Yep. Nothing is happening. It is just watching you move. Uh, and as I get closer, I'm like 15 or 20 feet away now. Mm-hmm. I look at it and I say, come here. It does not move. Mm. Can I get closer too? And I'm, yeah. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to get right. Right up on it, about a five feet away. I'm just going to hold out my bow staff towards, like, to try to poke it. Uh, You're just poking it? Yeah, I'm just going to, like, hello. It sort of slowly pushes your bow staff away with its halberd and goes back to its standing position. I point at my guardian with my rapier mm-hmm. and assume the stance. Like a fighting stance? Yes. Okay. Does it do anything? It readies itself. Halbert out, foot back, also in a fighting position. Uh, and then I sheath my sword. And it goes back to standing at attention. Oh, do the Charleston. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go back up towards Billy. Um, I'm going to, I'm just making my way up towards it. Okay. God, we're so timid. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, to JP, I'm like, let's go to the middle. We're like, we're closer to everybody else. Everybody else. Okay. Yeah, um, I start moving towards the middle. I also By following the edge the of the border. Exactly. Is anything uh, happening? I'm oh, gonna okay. Stop. Uh, so I'm going to stop about the same distance from the center as my guardian. Okay. So your guardian like does move. It doesn't move as far as Billy, but seeing that you both are trying to move towards the center, they have their halberds out blocking your way. Uh, I'm right in front of mine. Okay. I'm going to just cast message. Okay. And I'm going to ask it, what do you want from us? You hear a very gentle ringing in your ears as that message kind of bounces back at you and nothing, nothing, no message comes back. Uh, JP is really annoyed at this moment and he like basically turns to everybody in the stands and is just like, we don't know the rules. We don't know what you want. There's no stands. There's a straight wall that goes straight up and along that wall are hundreds of statues. Billy also turns to them with her arms up and is like, are you not entertained? (laughs) What do you want from us? What? Can I see what's in the middle now? Past the... Uh, It is just a floating platform high above the ground. You can't see the top of it, but it's made from a very similar type of stone. So that's floating above us. Yep. In the center, is it just like a four corners situation? Okay. Yep. Um, Is there? Can I just do like a perception on the guardian? Mm -hmm. Just anything points of interest on it. Mm -hmm. A twenty-one. It has some sort of cloth garb carved into it so it looks like it's wearing some sort of like robe over one shoulder it's halbert is radiant light its eyes are radiant light and you can just barely see them watching your every move and that's truly about it can i percept i'm close to both mine and jp's Mm -hmm. i want to see if there's any differences between them can i like investigate that sure i love that 21 also they are exactly the same okay how high up is the platform? It's probably, the bottom of it is probably 20 feet up, and it's maybe four feet thick. So about, to get to the top, about 24 feet. Oh, yeah. What's your str- high jump? What's your high jump? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, JP has a grappling hook, you guys. Oh, true. Is there anything to grapple onto? 
you can't see what's on the top of the thing. Oh, okay. Um, I. So they're blocking our path to the pedestal. Mm-hmm. It seems like if we cross the line, right? That was when I put my rapier over the line. They got upset. It yeah. It it clutched its weapon more when you drew your sword, but nothing happened. It didn't react when you put your sword over the line. Oh. When you drew your weapon is it, when it re- yeah. reacted. Okay. Uh, JP steps over the line into Billy's section in such a way that he's like straddling it. So one foot in his quarter, one foot in the in Billy's quarter. In a flash, your guardian is on you. Does a 11 hit? No. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay. You are going to take 13 slashing damage plus... 15 radiant damage. So rude. What was 13 and 15? Yep, 13 and 15. I do have uncanny dodge, so when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Okay. So instead of 28, 14. Sure. Um, and let's actually go ahead and roll initiative, so just so we can keep track of how we're doing this. Do you mean like not necessarily battle, just like yes, the order of Yes, just the order of operations. 11. 9. 13. 18. Mental eleven. Okay. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> also, obviously, once I have been attacked, I withdraw from Billy's quarter. Yes, uh, and it goes back to standing at attention once you are in your own. Um, Billy. Yep. Are you? Wa- did you watch all of that happen? I imagine so. Make a perception check. Fifteen. On the back of the head of oh, JP's I... statue, there is a small keyhole. I shout that out. There's a keyhole in the back of the heads, guys. Oh. Yeah, it's like it. It's like a reaction, kind of, just because like I was really close. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I show the key to the statue. It does nothing. I put I poke poke it in his head hole. As you go to try to get around <laughs> the other side of it, hey. uh, it draws its halberd and turns with you, so you can't reach its back. Ah, teamwork. Got long arms, though. You want to make a go, go gadget bendy arms? Do you want to? <laughs> what do you want to do? I want to grapple it. Okay. <laughs> sure. You're just going straight for like a straight grapple. I thought that I I thought there was something in like the character sheet about that but i don't actually see anything you can make a contested strength to try to to grapple grapple it and whoever wins wins all right but what if for monk reasons i use dexterity instead of strength no i don't think so no a grapple is always a grapple is strength just like a fucking jump well then i gotta try one more thing before i mean obviously we're gonna fight the statues but also I'm going to... Uh, you don't have to fight him yet. Turn around mm-hmm. and go back to the wall. Okay. And I'm going to climb up it and see what happens. How far up it can you climb? I can walk straight up vertical surfaces now. What is your movement speed? Oh, oh, it's um 55 feet. So that was... It looked like 30 was, feet. Yeah, about 30 feet. So you have 25 feet to run up it. It is a 250-foot wall. Oh, I do like the mental image of him stopping 25 feet up a 200 breather. and like <sighs> kneeling. <sighs> um, all right, I guess I won't do that. 
Well, okay, then the other the other thing I would want to do instead of that is just try to go past this guy. Okay. Uh, is as you do so, it steps beyond you and draws its halberd and continues to push you back with the tip of its halberd. It steps. Oh, okay. But it stepped back. Like it stepped backwards into your path and just kind of like is trying. It's, yeah, it's keeping its, its front trying, toward you. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to grab the tip of the halberd and take another step. Okay. That's fun. I like that. I do like that. Go ahead and take 14 radiant damage for me as you kind of locked into a like dance step step. He steps backwards as you step forward, oh, racing against guy, your strength. I tell you this guy. Um, and let's move on to Billy. I'm okay. You're right next to me. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Billy. When I stepped into her quarter, mm-hmm. mine reacted. Hers did not. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Look how close mine is to your line. Reach over and unlock him. With my key. Yes. I try to do that. Your key does not fit in that hole. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, here, take this. What's your movement speed? You can make it to me and back, right? Slow. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, I hand her my key. Switch keys? Yeah. Now that you are holding his key, your key does not fit in that hole. Okay, well, one of them's must. <laughs> I guess we're just going to swap keys till we figure it out. I think... That most likely it will just continue to do this unless we, you like, I, like, you have to use a key on your, your key on your guardian. You guys playing keys over there? This guy just stabbed me. I didn't even hear anyone hum the Zoe 101 theme music. Ooh. You guys have been hearing that, like, in the like, distance the whole so time true. for me. They're all, like, it's like a chorus of ooze among mm. all the be- deities up there. Yeah, I know you see me standing no. here. Jamie Lynn Spears okay. is up there herself. <laughs> So she's, she's, she's what's the on the platform, yeah, actually. Exactly. So that pretty much counted as my action. Like, I couldn't cast a spell or anything now, could I? Uh, I let Mido do a couple things. Yeah, but you can do one more thing. Around. All right, I would say that I wild shape into a giant eagle. Okay. And Ooh, I fly upwards. You fly upwards. Your vision is kind of coming up. You can see more and more over the wall. And all of a sudden, you... Oh, God. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Does a dirty 20 and a Listen, 12 hit? You wouldn't have got hurt. <laughs> dirty 20 hits, 12 doesn't. Okay. You are going to take four piercing and 12 radiant damage as one of the guardians along the wall you see is just putting back a bow into place. And now that you're up here, you kind of see a bunch of the guardians around here. Some are holding bows. Some are holding halberds. Interesting. Can I see the platform? You can see the platform. What's on the platform? Nothing. <sighs> of course. Uh, and we'll move on to Isla from there. Can I do like a perception check on the key or investigation? Sure. Do you have a preference of which one? No. Nope. Is an eight? It's. It looks just like a like brass key you would have, but it's made entirely out of crystal. Do I recognize? The crystal is anything? I guess with an eight. It's just, it just looks like, yours looks like it's made of like a greenish crystal. Okay. And I look exactly the same. I have exactly what I was wearing. Mm -hmm. You each have everything you had on you. Okay. So I guess I'm gonna, no, because if I, if I try to touch it, it's just gonna stab me. 
Well, the touching. It didn't, it, it, it didn't the, stab yeah, him. When Mido you... was grabbing onto the tip of a radiant blade, and because of that, he took the radiant damage. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to get all up in this guy's business. Okay. I forgot it wasn't just a stone halberd. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get like as far up to him as I can. Okay. And I'm just going to try and touch it. Uh, the stone is cool to your touch, and uh, it pushes your hand away. Okay. I'm going to back up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Erupting Earth on it. Okay. It has to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> it's made of stone. That can't yeah. be good. You don't know how dexterous it is. That's an eight. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Uh, this is a magic thing? Yeah. It actually gets advantage on that due to a feat called magic resistance. So it is technically an 11. That still doesn't. It's uh, a good encounter for it. Michael. That would be a 20 damage. 20 damage. Nice. Awesome. Uh, yours looks pretty damaged, actually. It is... You've kind of knocked off a big chunk of its wing and a bit into one of its legs, uh, but it is still standing. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, and we'll move on from that back to JP. I'm going to... Uh, I, I don't know. I do nothing. Okay. You want to... You wanna... Hold your turn, and we'll move on to Mido. You can, whenever you want in this round, you're welcome to, if you come up with something. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll move for now. Okay, I'm Where just going to move sort of as close as I can get to the pedestal that it will allow me to get. Right. Uh, and can I just do a perception? Like, is there anything anywhere in this room that we haven't noticed yet? On the walls, on the bottom of the platform above us, on the sides of the platform? Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Jesus Christ. Nine. Not really. Yeah. Uh, up close, the pedestal itself is actually made of a kind of less tightly compacted stone. There's a bit more space between those, but that's really about all you notice. And we'll move on to Billy, or Mido. Going to do a stunning strike on my statue. Okay. See <laughs> That's a crit fail. Oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. You kind of knock yourself back a step after ricocheting off the hard stone of the guardian. Um, this room doesn't look anything like the one with the beholder in it, does it? The one with the pedestal in the middle? Not really, no. Um, Interesting. Different type of stone. It's, uh, I, yeah. The pedestal in the middle is just what made me think yeah. of it. Same motif, though. Pedestal in the middle of a big a room. Circle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I tried again in my okay. second attack. Yeah. That's an 18 to hit? That does hit. Okay. So, stunning strike means that the uh, target needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a nat 20. Mother fuck. All right. D fine. <laughs> that's 13 damage. Okay. So, yeah, you kind of you knock a bit of rubble uh, off of its beak and kind of you kind of notice like it just crumbles away a bit. And as the rubble hits the ground, it just sort of turns to dust. Um, and next we'll go to Billy. OK, I want to swoop down and I want to end my wild shape okay. right above my statue. So I land on his shoulders. OK. <laughs> Um, make another dexterity, or make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
to kind of dodge another arrow. Oh. <laughs> 20. Yeah, I'll say you totally dodged the last arrow that flies at you is your, in your wild shape. Um, and you find yourself on the shoulders of your statue. Perfect. I take out my key and I fucking put it in there. Yeah, you land on your statue facing towards its back, feet on its shoulders, and you dip down and you twist the key in the back of its head, uh, and your statue stays there frozen. As it was going to try to stab up at you with its halberd, it stands frozen. And you don't really know what to do with that. You're free now. Hell yeah. I want to, let's see, so swoop down. Do I have enough movement where I can run over to JP's quadrant? Yes, but let's say that that is the last thing you can do on your turn. I want to run over to JP. Okay. Yep. You absolutely can do that. Your guardian stays where it is. Uh, frozen. You can see now the radiance of its halberd has kind of like dimmed and its eyes are now no longer lit. They're just stone. And we'll bring it back to Isla. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did last time. Okay. So that's dexterity saving throw. And it does get advantage because of that yep. feat. A three and a 13. Neither of those. Okay. I'm going to do it at 5th level, so it's 5d12. Jesus. It's terrible. What does this do? 38. It just erupts. Uh, So it erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Does bludgeoning damage? Yes. Okay, cool. That was 38. 38 damage? Yep. Uh, Your guardian crumples into dust, um, and as it sort of disintegrates and the dust goes pluming everywhere in a cloud another one flies down and replaces it oh balls had a feeling had a feeling it's a battle of wits would you like to do anything else before we move back to jp sulk sulk all right jp roll the sulk roll the sulk check Um. actually (laughs) oh with advantage there's a two oh it's a pretty bad sulk (laughs) it's a really bad sulk um did my thing respond at all to the fact that another person entered my little quadrant no it did not neat and if you want, because you and Billy are now in the same quadrant, kind of working together, you guys can take your turn together. So, Billy, you can, we can uh, skip you up into the initiative to move with JP. Okay. If you guys would like to work together. Sure. So you don't have to yeah, worry about that. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I use, hmm, was there anything, now that you're next to me, is there any, like, lip or anything on the platform? Lip on the platform? Or is it just a smooth uh, flat? It's just a smooth, I mean, it's cobble, cobblestone, but yeah, yeah otherwise there was nothing flush. up there. Um, I mean, I guess it's worth a try. I toss my grappling hook up and just see if I can hook it on anything. Um, you don't have to roll anything for your grappling hook to catch, do you? I think so. I think the grappling hook automatically catches. I think the roll is climbing the rope. The fact that it's shaped like a ladle should maybe make it not work as well as a real grappling uh, hook. It's shaped like several ladles. It's several Whoa. ladles tied together. Four ladles. Actually. Totally different. Oh, uh, securing a grappling hook requires a use rope check. Which is. I don't know. What? Dexterity? <laughs> what the uh, fuck it says is a DC used... 10 plus 10 for every 10 feet of distance the grappling hook is thrown to a maximum of DC of 20 at 50 feet. What the fuck? I actually don't know where this is from. You know what the max jump height I could reach is? God. 18 and a half with a key point. And it's 24 feet up. That's fucking I'm psychotic. so fucking mad. If I could just like jump off my statue's head or something like that, I would be Oh, grappling good to uses go. the attack action and is not its own action? Oh, a use, special melee attack? Use rope is a dexterity check. Okay. Um, 
And we'll say... I guess I'll roll a dexterity check. 5, 10, 15. So 15 feet away, 24 feet up. Oh, you need the hypotenuse? Yeah. Uh, that would be 30 feet. It's actually 29 and a little tiny bit, but you can round up or down. Okay, like. so that would make it 10 plus... So 14 DC. Okay. A 14 DC on a dex check. To secure it. To secure it, yep. And then I don't know... I think... I think climbing Can a rope I, is here, athletic. Let me describe what I would like to do first. Oh, sure. I was going to say, I would love to get the grappling hook up there and then sort of because it's going to be at like a 30 degree angle. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm using a pendulum wrong. It's not going to do what mm, I want it to do. Because the length is too long for it to swing, Well, right? that's, I mean, I could always just like jump, jump. grab it and like... Swing around? Yeah. That is the idea. Yeah. But I don't think even in D&D, physics allows me to move <laughs> faster than this thing turns. I want to keep its attention. Like, I want to attack it, keep its attention on me while yeah. you do that. Uh, See I'll, if it will pay attention to me. I'll allow that. Okay. I wanna, Billy, like, Billy, you want to engage with it yeah, while you try to swing yeah, up around while it? JP's, on a separate Yeah, because uh, we moved my turn up, so it's like yeah. I'm right so, after you. So I would say that I'm... Well, you're technically you're climbing. Together. I also have not grappled anything yet, so for all I know, yeah. I fail this check. Try to get your grappling fine. hook up there. Um, so it's oh, a actually, I can't. I can't fail this. It's a sixteen plus eight, yeah. so twenty-four. You latch it on there, nice and tight. You, I mean, we are not really moving in in initiative, right? So you guys are. Is you, it reacting to him, like starting to climb the rope? If he if he climbs it, if you are not walking around him, he's not reacting at all. The moment you start I am to, moving past him, though. He's turning towards you and putting his halberd out in front of you. Okay. He's trying to say... He's yes. trying to stay between you and the pedestal for the most part. I guess the grappling... Nick's the grappling hook. It, it makes no sense. No, it does We're, if you're trying the, to get above him to get your key into well, him. Well, that's... Yeah. So he can't turn. Like, I can, like, sickle him. Like, I can use my sickle to attack him and draw his attention while you climb up, get the high, high ground. Yeah. And do the... T- turnkey yeah but he is i guess the reason i'm like confused is because he is putting himself between me and the pedestal sort of no matter what uh, so well, even she if hasn't i really am rolled swinging... anything for an attack so if you try to swing forward and around you might have a hard time yeah because he's gonna be like in front of me sort yeah. of no matter where i'm going yeah is it touching the ground like is it walking or is it just sort of sliding around right now it is walking um okay I have ball bearings. I could always spill some of those and see if it falls over. <laughs> That's true. Classic. Do it. That's some yeah, rogue I, shit if I ever yeah. heard it. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll try that. All right. I'm doing it. Because I know it moves like proportionally mm-hmm. in how I move. So I'm backing up and I'm just going to drop them and let it right. walk into it. Mm, on a 17? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it, it like trips up a little and then catches itself uh, in a bit of a weird split stance before writing itself. Can okay. I take the moment of opportunity while it's like trying to gain its footing to like slash at it with my sickle? Sure. Go ahead and attack. Uh, and obviously while she is distracting, I would like to try to get behind it. Okay. I've, I think I've only stepped back like five or ten feet. Mm-hmm. So that's a 14. That does not hit. But as you slash at it, it's going to try to get you with its halberd. Okay. So it is focused on me. It is focused on you. It's going to try to get you with its halberd. It gets a double attack. 
So one is an 18 is this to hit. a reaction? Uh, no, it's just locked in combat with her now. Because like you but did the like you did the ball bearings, it tripped. So they as don't it tripped, get initiative. I, no, they're moving out of order. They're moving out of order. It doesn't make sense for initiative to happen because almost everything they do is reactionary to you. Yeah. So it's an eighteen to, or a twenty-eight to hit and a dirty twenty to hit. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they both hit. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to take. As soon as it starts the first attack is when I would like to move around it and oh, try yeah. to get it in there. Uh, as it turns to swing on her, you walk around it, uh, you get your key in it, and it is frozen with its halberd nice. touching Billy. Um, and Billy, you take 24 por- points of piercing damage. Of it is. Owie! What's 5 plus 15? 20. 20 points of radiant damage. Okay, so 44? Yep. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> uh, and it is frozen here now. The light in its its radiant halberd dulls, and its eyes go back to stone. So you both have uh, put your keys in the heads of yours, and you are free to move about. We're gonna move. Do we still on have to... the keys? Nope. They are they uh, like shatter inside in the head. Yeah. Um, and that brings it to Isla, or actually, sorry, that brings it to Mido because we moved Billy up. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. So that was all technically on JP's turn. I still think that Stunning Strike is the way to go. 14? That does not hit. Again, do it again. 22. That does hit. Yes. And Constitution saving throw. That would be a 10. Yeah, it doesn't save. Okay. So it's stunned. It is actually not. It is immune to being stunned. It's made of stone. Well, shit. I can I can show you my stat block later if you want, so you know I'm not lying. I believe you. You did say that you were, wanted to do a T, T, TPK. TPK. I didn't say that. I think that's all I got. Oh, I got to roll damage. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, it's not looking great. Oh. And we'll move on to Isla. I'm going to cast Dimension Door on myself. Okay. That I'm right behind it. Okay. Think. Put your key in there. Yep. Yep. Damn. It has no idea where to turn. So. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about that. So yeah, you dimension door directly Damn. behind <laughs> it. You appear facing it. Put your key in the hole, and it is frozen before it can even react. Sucker. Sucker. Um, and seeing how JP and Billy have been able to collaborate after she finished hers off, you now know that you can move beyond the, the confines of your quarter. Yeah. Can I? I want to move. I'm just going to, like, move myself closer to Mido. Sure. But I'm not going to go into his area. Okay. Yet. I know we'll bring it back to you. Or uh, I guess everybody can... You can all collaborate now. I'm casting Cure Wounds on myself. Classic. <laughs> there was literally nothing I could do to help even myself. You are on your own. I feel... I don't feel left behind. How, how far away are Mido and I? Uh, currently, you are... 5, 10, 15, 20, about 20 feet. Mido? Actually, is Mido right... Oh, sorry. Keep going. No, sorry. I was going to say, Mido, give me your key. Oh, if I have it, it doesn't work. Um, oh, Mido... Come closer to me. I'll dimension door us both over there. Okay. That's a lot of spell slots. Yeah. 
hjerte. Ja. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you both dimension door behind that guardian, and Mido, you stick your key in, and it freezes. And you all hear a whoosh of wind as you disappear. It's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help, and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!